What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy. David Steves. Did you guys like John Badger earlier? Woo Yeah! I let him stay in my house. <laughs> Seriously reconsidering my life choices. My kids were not there, by the way. Uh, and now I need to buy a new gerbil. <laughs> John Batch. Uh, it was actually kind of a kind of cute story that night we, we really fell in love. Um, we'd gone out for drinks, right? We're having a good time. We had to go back to her place. We get back to her place, and she is puking everywhere. And I mean fucking everywhere. Of course, immediately, I'm a little upset, right? I'm going, Jesus Christ, you're almost 30 years old. You'd think at this point you'd be able to handle your Rohypnol. This is Good Versus Evil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Good Versus Evil. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. And uh, I'm the evil side, John Batch. Uh, David, uh, once again, as always, good to hear your voice, my friend. Uh, very excited to hopefully uh, do this in, in person uh, sometime soon once all of this, uh, this quarantine shit gets, gets lifted. Which we never know will be. <laughs> 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 we we don't know what it's gonna be. We just had the uh, the executive order. Um, what shut us down to at least April thirtieth, right? Uh, April thirtieth, right? And uh, it may it may go uh, beyond that. It uh, it may go for another year and a half. We we really don't know. But we're gonna keep uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep playing uh, at this podcast and and you know all the other uh, projects that we're individually working on uh, until that time is done because uh if nothing else uh david it's it's a good time to not only, not only work on, on new things but but to still keep keep that uh those spirits up and, and really work with each other to uh try and put some good out in the world if we can yeah absolutely i mean we use comedy as an outlet uh obviously a, a lot of comedians do and so when you don't have that opportunity to to express yourself uh you know sometimes you can start getting down you know so uh you know doing this podcast and uh continuing to c- create things whether it be online or anything and actually uh, a local comedian up near your guys is um, up near you in, in Grand Rapids highlighted you as one of the one of the people who's putting out great content right there and he posted on a Facebook page I was pretty excited to see that <laughs> yeah as was I as was I was, it was uh, you know, I certainly appreciate it uh, thank you Adam Diggy for, for that shout out um, big shout out Adam Diggy Diggy draft 2020 the Diggy Draft 2020, it's coming, baby. I swear to God, if if we don't both place in the top ten, I, it's it's fucking rigged. <laughs> well, it, it's it's rigged. It's his draft, so you can that's, do whatever you want. That's fair. <laughs> well, last <laughs> year I was number three. Oh shit! Well, I better get in the top two then. Uh, I'm not gonna let you beat beat me, motherfucker. It's not. Well, the, the key to it is posting a lot of videos. So last year, um, it was really funny because I post a lot of videos like 
my kids and I and playing with other kids and like beating them in foot races, basketball, like other stuff. And so Bob Fredericks took like the left hand turn on it was like David Steves beats kids. And so like <laughs> they had all these videos and gifts of me like beating children or like David <laughs> Steves beats kids. And so, but uh, that's kind of, you know, you need some controversy going into the draft and, uh, you know, well, I, I, I like it. It's funny. It's fun. It's a good way to continue to express, you know, some good comedic outlets, you know? Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll get into some of that here in, in a minute with some of the questions we have for each other. And, and certainly if there's going to be uh, any controversy this year, I mean, I, I think that's what I'm good for. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, let's let's start off right away, David. Uh, what are you drinking this week, sir? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. So I'm going to be drinking two different beers today, and I want to apologize to the listeners last week for the um, for the rum and coke. I know the ice clinking. Um, I listened back to the episode, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Um, so switching it back to beer today, you guys. Um, so I have two different beers today. I have one, which is the IPA um, uh, from Latitude 42, which is a really nice brewery out here. They have two spots, one in Portage, Michigan, and one right off the M43 in Kalamazoo. And then I also have their Party at the Moon Tower, which is a double IPA. So I'm drinking those bad boys today. You know, I'm a big fan of the IPAs and the double IPAs. But Latitude 42, um, they're still accepting orders and uh, curbside delivery. So they have a great food menu as well. Follow them on Facebook and uh, hit them up for their latest hours. And let's try to keep these small businesses going. Absolutely. John, what are you drinking, my friend? Uh, Well, I'm drinking something... uh... Local to Michigan, not local to the Grand Rapids area. I'm drinking something from Right Brain Brewery up in uh, Traverse City. Uh, just so we're very clear in case Gretchen Whitmer is, is listening. No, I was not traveling. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, although, although you own a home up there, you're not allowed to go there. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I actually I picked this up uh, from the, the uh, grocery store here at the, uh, the Meyer. Um, and again, it's just a good local beer. It's, it's, uh, what they call their naughty girl stout. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, uh, it is a stout. Uh, it's got kind of a minty taste to it, almost like a thin mint cookie that you would get from the Girl Scouts. Uh, no way. Possibly, <laughs> possibly awesome. slightly more nutritional value. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it is very good. It's definitely got that, that minty aftertaste. I'll, I'll be honest for, you know, for the longest time I was, I, I could not drink any sort of alcohol with, with mint in it. Um, just oh, with, okay. I want to say 19 or 20, I was, uh, you know, partying with some friends as, as you do. And, uh, I, for some reason decided it was a good idea to just take, uh, take shots of like, um, uh, like a mint, uh, liqueur Ooh. all night long. Of course, at that age, you can't handle your liquor anyway. So by you know, <laughs> right. two o'clock in the morning or so, I was, you know, throwing up mint. Uh, everywhere it was just so i haven't i've stayed away from mint for the longest time but uh, this is actually it's it's got a a minty uh aftertaste to it but it's not heavy on the mint uh it's it's very good it's uh, probably gonna be dangerous for me if (laughs) as as the episode goes on are you on number one i'm on number one i'm not gonna do what i did last week uh try to kill the entire six pack in a in a 30 or 40 minute uh, episode for a couple of reasons number one um it definitely uh, is, uh, will cognitively impair me uh number two <laughs> uh you know when i when i did finish that off uh <laughs> afterwards uh, uh my girlfriend demi was was not so happy with my uh intoxicated state at uh, 
record these at about uh, usually about six o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So by seven seven thirty, I was completely shit faced, and, and that was <laughs> uh, for some reason not not what she wanted to see on a Saturday night in quarantine. Uh, no, she, oh, that's shocking to me. <laughs> I know, shocking to me as well, but uh, that's all right. We've we've made up for it uh, for, for the most part. You had to. You're in quarantine together. You had to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I will say this, I kind of, I kind of screwed up. I will get to the questions here in a second. I just wanted to mention this. Uh, I did kind of screw up uh, yesterday because uh, we were we were uh, trying to have sex, and and she wanted to give me a blowjob. I'm not going to say no to that, right? <laughs> of course not. Uh, I, I I get completely naked. She's you know she's on her knees. Uh, this part might just be for me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> It's but for I, me too, uh, John. Keep going. Keep going. That's <laughs> all right. And uh, so I, I'm. Uh, she, you know, she's doing her thing, and I. And there's no delicate way to put this, but uh, I farted loudly. Oh uh, no! Get in into her face, and and that was uh, <laughs> that was not not a good time for either of us. So I mean, so what's worse, being intoxicated at seven thirty on a Saturday, or? Farting in your beautiful girlfriend's face while uh, receiving what every guy, I mean, especially at our age, I mean, that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And uh, no. Uh, so, you know, again, if, if she doesn't break up with me after this quarantine's done, uh, the only thing I can think of is that, that the, uh, you know, the Stockholm syndrome is finally setting in. <laughs> so. She is just completely in love with her captor. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, hey, David, let's uh, let's get right to the uh, the questions here today, sir. Yes, I'd love to. Uh, did you want to start off? I think I started off last week. Yes, I would love to start off. So, with um, so for you, uh, mm-hmm. so we're going to start off with current events, and I actually like how we structured this. So, uh, the first one is going to be current events. With Michigan shut down for the rest of the month. What are you missing the most besides obviously being on stage and, and attending mics? See, that's, that's a, a tough one. I mean, for, for me, I think uh, one of the things I, I do miss the, the most is, is being able to go out to the bar and, and drink and enjoy my friends in, in person. Certainly, I think that's something we all miss. Oh, absolutely. Um, but what, I got to tell you, one thing that I, I do not miss, I'll just turn this on its head, uh, is uh, – I love doing comedy. I, I, I do. And I, you know, I enjoy performing and, and doing different uh, aspects of that. Uh, but, and I, I think we may have discussed this previously, David, uh, for those who don't know, I am actually a, quite a bit of an introvert when I'm not mm. on stage or not, um, not performing in some aspect. So uh, what, you know, the, the after show meet and greets, you know, the people come up to you and, and different things of, of that nature. Look, I don't mind talking to people, but, but I don't want to touch you. I, I don't want to shake. <laughs> I, I sure as hell don't want to, don't want to hug you. You know, like, let me just right. sign your tits and, and then move on. That's <laughs> just sign your tits. how many you times you've been asked to sign someone's tits. Uh, not, not any women so far. I've had some large <laughs> men uh, that have, that have asked me to, to sign oh. their fair, fairly hairy, uh, nipples, which that's all right. I'll take it. You know, I'll take what I can get. Exactly. Uh, hey, a boob signing is a boob signing. I mean, some guys <laughs> have a good range, man. Go for it. 
Absolutely. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's, those are, I guess, kind of what I, I miss and uh, certainly what I don't miss. Again, not, not that I don't appreciate, you know, interacting with people who enjoy my comedy and, and, and that sort of thing, but uh, don't fucking touch me. That's, that's all I ask. <laughs> I love oh. it. <laughs> what about you, David? Yeah, I think the thing I, I miss the absolute most is just going to, to the playground with my kids. Um, sure. You know, and seeing them play with their friends and seeing them interact and grow and develop. Um, that's, the, that's the part that I, that I miss most. Um, though the one part, so I'm going to turn it on his head too. The one part that I don't miss are people being so creepy close to you at Meyer. Like, I think yep. the social distancing thing has been a good thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's been a blessing. Like, <laughs> like, like, nice looking ladies are like, wow, guys are finally not like pushing themselves up on me in line. You know, people are keeping a, an appropriate distance. I'm thinking six feet may have been the appropriate distance the entire time. <laughs> I'm right. Right. <laughs> I mean, just, just to see how actually close we get as a society and are comfortable with it. And I, I yeah, I've never noticed it until now, but I kind of, I like my space. I like, people it's, staying away from me <laughs> it's it's not bad it's really not you know i've stopped wearing deodorant uh so that people <laughs> stay away naturally it's, uh, uh, i still i still wear mine i sweat more than you do that's for sure <laughs> don't, don't i know it uh, <laughs> and if anybody's listening now uh, please don't ask how i know uh <laughs> Those well, I, I think it's the dead comic show was a dead giveaway when we had to do the group pictures right after we danced on stage for seven minutes like oh my god yeah that was yeah. that was uh enjoyable uh it was you know and you are you're I, one of the only people oh, i let touch me uh thank you thank you and and i only touch you out of affection because i know you hate it um, absolutely and you know i'll yeah. suck your tits anytime oh my gosh i i want you to sign them so i, so I can get it tattooed over my heart <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's it john batch actually if anybody should get something it's your merch i love your sticker by the way your sticker fucking rocks oh thanks man uh yeah i do i do have um uh stickers i have koozies i have beer coasters i have uh lighters as well because uh, oh hell yeah know, i smoke cigarettes and among other things so i gotta keep on brand right but uh nice dude you know uh they i guess you know certainly they're they're available for for purchase if anybody wants to direct message me or uh I, i'm actually probably gonna do a giveaway here soon pretty quick on on the uh my page uh we'll we'll see that we'll see uh going forward how that that looks uh, yeah david i i want to get on to the next question for you sir uh, okay in terms of current events uh we've been quarantined for a minute uh so in this time what skill or activity have you picked up uh during the quarantine that you want to continue uh with afterwards and and if you you, you don't say this podcast i'm gonna have to you know <laughs> not um, yeah, it's this podcast, you guys. <laughs> uh, that is the skill that I want to, I want to continue uh, rolling with. Um, so that was, that, that's a tough question. And, and, oh my gosh, I, I really haven't learned an additional skill. Oh, but I did learn. And so I always shied away from this. Um, so, uh, yesterday my daughter and I, Addie, my oldest daughter, she has the just dance for the Nintendo switch. And I like playing Mario Kart in the Nintendo switch. Um, but she challenged me to a dance off and oh, wow. I was like, freaking game on. Like, you don't understand. Like you see, like I'm her dad, right? She hadn't right. seen like clubbing daddy when I was like back <laughs> in the day when I was 21 years old and I was freaking grinding it up in the clubs. She, you know, she didn't know that. And so we actually, we went at it and uh, you have this like sensor on your wrist 
And she beat me on the first one by like 38 points. But then I beat her on the second one. And um, I don't know. I want to keep doing that. That was a lot of fun, like just dancing with my daughter downstairs, you know. And yeah, it's a little bit of a competition, but it was a great bonding experience. I, I want to do more of that. I think as a dad, I kind of push my kids to do things that I want to do. Um, and I'm going to do more things that they want to do. That's that's one thing I've learned. That's, well, that's uh, good. David, yeah, David Steves still beating children. That's that's good. <laughs> um, in video games, guys. In video video games. Right. <laughs> right. Well, how no, about but... you, John? What skill have you learned that you want to you want to keep going with? You know, not not having stand up comedy to, to do necessarily right now um, has allowed me to explore other options or other um, aspects of, of comedy. So, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of uh, videos and a lot of things online, uh, producing a lot of content. That yes. Way. Um, and, and, you know, it, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of energy, but, uh, my, my hope and my goal is once, you know, once I'm, we're back, we're back to everything normal that I will continue to do that. I usually release a new video every, uh, every Thursday. Uh, and you can, uh, again, just, I'll, I'll plug that real quick, uh, at the John batch on, on Facebook, Instagram, and occasionally Twitter, but not all that often on Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> no, that's great though. But I, I do, you know, I, do the, that every every Thursday, and and so I, I my hope is to continue doing that uh, after we uh, are done, um, yeah, and uh, obviously still back on on stand up comedy at that point and, and doing things live, uh, but hopefully to do more uh, on online as well as the goal. Now you you do about twenty to t- golly, I've seen you do up to twenty four shows a month. Now right. will you scale back a little bit in order to maintain mm-hmm. the online content because you you've been gaining fans with the online content like. Your videos have been shared and been viewed thousands of times, which is incredible. Yeah, a- absolutely. So I, that I, I don't know. I mean, I probably will have to scale back a, a little bit. I mean, and only in the sense that you know, I, I am kind of getting to the point where um, I, I don't feel like I necessarily have to do twenty or twenty-five mics a, a month uh, because I, you know, I am doing uh, other book shows and things of that nature as as mm-hmm. well. So. Uh, unless I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, unless I'm, I'm, you know, working to develop new uh, material, which I, I still am and, 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 you know, do constantly, um, you know, it, you know, I, I don't necessarily have to go to, to Mike's center. I, I, not that I don't have to go to Mike's. I always want to continue to develop new material at Mike's, but I can be maybe a little more picky and choosy about uh, what Mike's I go to instead of just going to every, uh, you know, every, you know, two-person attended mic in, in attendance. <laughs> Ab- no, absolutely. And I think that's a great segue for my next question, actually. Yes, it is. I love this next question. I know. Speaking about, you know, being able to pick and to choose. And so for, uh, this is our comedy question. So what's your favorite comedy venue? And I picked um, four cities right off the bat. Right. And then I said, you know, give you a miscellaneous pick because you have performed all over. Um, so I'm going to ask you for your favorite comedy venue in Grand Rapids. Kalamazoo, Lansing, and Detroit, which I think are four major scenes, right? And then a miscellaneous random pick, any city, any town, any bar that you like, and go. And go. Yeah, I so there there are obviously a number of mics in, in the different um the different areas that we have. So for for me, uh, you know, each mic that I go to holds a, a different, uh, you know, special place in my heart for, for different things that they offer. Um, you know, there, there are some that are more fun to just go and hang out and, and drink with your, your friends, you know, that are, are maybe not as, you know, 
not as great for developing material, uh, but there's mm-hmm. at least good places to hang out and, and try to work tough crowds and again just hang out and, and, and um, network and enjoy your friends. And then there are others that are, are more um, more for development developing material. There are others that are uh, I want to say more beyond that professionally run mics in, in the sense of right. um, they're always very well attended. There's always a really good audience. So those are those are uh, audience or those are our mics where you're going to go to take it and completely polish it at, the, at those mics. So it, it depends oh, on, on really what I'm trying to do at any given time. Um, and in Grand Rapids, my probably my favorite mic for, for really polishing things off is, is going to be uh, Sunday Night Funnies in, uh, in Wyoming, uh, just outside of Grand Rapids. Uh, Great choice. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those, you know, it's, it's technically it's, uh, it's an open mic, but uh, the way Brian B runs it, it's, you know, it's, it's more of a, almost more of a, a showcase um just be, uh, again because of the you know the time he'll he'll give you and then and the, uh, the the crowd that comes and and um just the energy that's in that room it's a great a yeah great that is that is a fantastic room and it's a free show so if anyone's on the fence ever about seeing comedy brian does bring in some of the best comics from all around so definitely that that's that's a great choice that that is is one of my my favorite rooms to to do uh, overall um Kalamazoo, uh, same thing for uh, probably Louis. Although I don't know, I you know they may not be doing that all that more all that uh, often anymore. Um, I, I know there was some uh, question about whether they're going to be continuing after quarantine, but um, really, you know, we're gonna we can wait and see that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know the details, so I don't really want to speak on it uh, too much, uh, just because I don't want to start any shit or start any rumors. But um, it, it, they may be going to more of a, a monthly thing or, or something of that nature. Uh, oh again, damn, we'll, that sucks. We'll, we'll have to wait to see, you know, how how that uh, plays out. Um, yeah, Lansing. I, I I'll be honest. I, I don't do a lot in in Lansing. Um, I've done uh, Crunchies a couple times. That's that's always a favorite mic on on Tuesdays. Uh, it's a good uh, it's a good college bar uh, to a certain mm-hmm. which is interesting for me because you know college kids not really my crowd, <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but <clears throat> which is fine. Uh, but they do still, um, you know, I, I've always had a good reception there uh, nonetheless. And so it's, it's always been a fun place to go. And then uh, cool. Detroit, uh, the uh, the independent comedy club in uh, Detroit, uh, before their shows on Friday, their main shows on Friday and Saturday nights, uh, they always have a, 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 you know, a brief open mic period. Uh, and that's always a good, a good place to go. And, and you, know, you get, I think, five minutes and uh, you go and just, <clears throat> excuse me, to to get in front of an actual, you know, again, a real comedy club crowd to a certain extent. It's, it's always yeah. a, a blast for me. Uh, but yeah, because that open mic is opening, uh, that open mic is an hour before the main show. Right, right. Yeah. And, and so people, you know, sometimes people come and go and, and that sort of thing, but it's, it's always, again, a good, a good room to, to really, um, once you've uh, really started to work out new material, you start to, to develop a, a new bit, uh, go there and try to polish it. Uh, a little bit, so I, I really enjoy that. Uh, my my favorite, excuse me, my my favorite uh, room I've ever actually done. I was not was not a, a my was I was I want to say the the second feature sh- uh, set that I'd ever done was in uh, this little town in uh, Bumfuck, Indiana. Uh, it's just it's like an hour south. <laughs> that that, of, uh, na- that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> right. it, it does. I was, it was just a little, uh, kind of a, a redneck barn in Indiana. And it, um, number one, it was nice because the, the town we were in, uh, they don't, you know, they're, uh, 
the smoking laws didn't exist there, so you could smoke indoors. I was happy with that. Really? Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, that is yeah. something I've never heard of before. In that sense, like 2005, <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously, but I mean, some places still, you know, again, local ordinances kind of kind of vary on some of that. So it was very, it was kind of cool to see and, and happy That's how they keep that. the birth rates low, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> birth rates or, or birth weight, one of the two. Birth um, weight, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the reason I really uh, appreciated and enjoyed it was because it's it's one of those places where um, they don't get or don't have a lot of uh, live entertainment in terms of, of comedy, at least. Um, so to go there and and do that and do my my job there, you know, I got a lot of really positive feedback afterwards that was just, um, you know, this is a lot of them. It was this is my first time at a comedy show. This is my first time uh, seeing anything of that nature. And, and the appreciation they had for it was uh, was incredible. So, you know, to see people who don't, who uh, you know, actually give a shit and, and are there to enjoy it and, and are there because this is a, you know, a special treat for them. Uh, yeah. You know, to be, and then to be able to give that to them, it was, it was a really special feeling. Yeah. There is something about those small towns, you know, they really come out and support those scenes and they're really grateful for the time that you spend getting there and, right. and really rally around what you're saying. I mean, they're there for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, it's a, that's a good feeling. Uh, so what, what about you, David? Uh, what are some of your, your favorites in the uh, surrounding areas? Yeah, so I'll start off in Grand Rapids. So Grand Rapids, um, you took a good one of mine. Um, that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite uh, spots up there. I don't get to do a lot of the open mics over at the um, at Dr. Grin's because I was on Thursdays. And I'm usually running shows on Thursdays. Right. Um, but I would have to say, you know, Mulligan's uh, Make It Spicy. Yeah on Sunday nights, which is one of uh, the very few Sunday night shows that we have out there. Um, it's always well attended. Um, that's one where I, I, I'll work out a lot of new stuff there because the crowd is, is, is brutally honest. And if, <laughs> if, if some things work, they're, they're very on board. If some things don't work, like you'll hear crickets and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. That's okay. Don't do that one. Um, <laughs> so I, I like that feedback. I like that piece of it. Um, it, it's run by, I think now four comedians, right? They have a, they have a four rotating, yeah. uh, comic, uh, shuffle there with the hosting. And so it makes it a little different every time you go up there, which is kind of cool. I, I, I like that. I like that motif of it. Cause it, it gives you a different feel every time you get up there. Um, yeah, I, I, Pat- when you're, uh, you know, again, just developing new material, uh, it's, it's a great place to, to try that because you're absolutely right. They're, they're not, a, I don't want to say they're not a receptive crowd, uh, but they're you're uh, very right. They're a brutally honest crowd. So if, if something works, you know you'll you'll get a, a good response. And, and if not, uh, you know it's it, you you'll get nothing. If if it's not a joke that works, absolutely. it's not a joke that they don't. If it's a joke they don't like, uh, you will get absolute shit. And and that's you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling in the moment, but it's it's uh, something that you can use to develop. And it's you know. Uh, I've, I've said before, I'm sure you have as, as well, that uh, you learn more by, by bombing than you do by succeeding. And, Correct. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, that can be very helpful then. Absolutely. And then I would say in Kalamazoo, uh, you took one of my favorites as well. Uh, but I would have to say lower level Shakespeare's. Uh, Bob yes. Fredericks runs a great show there. Um, he does a really, really smart thing where he does like new faces, newcomer shows. Um, because I'm a firm believer in the very first time you do comedy, 
you will not have more people that show up for your first time at comedy than you'll have for the rest of your comic career. <laughs> um, when you tell your friends for the first time you ever do a comedy, everybody wants to see you fall on your sword, bite, you know, just bite your ass and, and watch this <laughs> shit show. And, and a lot of it is. Right. Um, but like, I've been very fortunate enough, um, you know, to be a part of, of the Kalamazoo comedy scene for almost two and a half years now. And um, lower level Shakespeare's is where we bring in, a lot of the big level talent that comes through here, like uh, Sean Patton, you know, I got to open up for Stuart Huff, which was amazing. Oh my God. I, I know he's like, what if you ask everybody who their top comedian is, you know, they'll say all these different ones. If you ask every comedian who their top comedian is, Stuart Huff is always somewhere in the top five. Easily. And it amazes yeah. me that not more mainstream people catch on to him. So, um, but there's so much good talent that comes through Shakespeare's lower level. Um, and Bob does a great job promoting the shows and getting a lot of butts in the seats. So that helps. Um, uh, Lansing, yeah. um, Ellis, Ellison Brewery has really jumped up on my top things. I know that um, the Lansing Sirens comedy group, uh, Nicole and Ashley, um, they've done a really great job with things there. But it's just a cool motif. It's a veteran-owned brewery. Um, oh, crowd is I, there. I did not know that. That's really cool. So I didn't know it either. And I, I have a couple of veteran stuff in my set and I was settling up at the bar because I was leaving there to go to Crunchy's because they run on the same night. You can, de- you can double dip. Right. And so when I went to go settle up for my, for my tab, they were listening to my set and they were like, Hey, we appreciate you being a veteran. We so, offer all veterans a 10% discount. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Cause I don't, wow. I, I, I hate asking for the discount because I don't think you should ask for anything in your life. Right. right. Um, but no, if I you're going to give it to me, I'll just give it back to him in the tip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, Detroit, man, I, I, I've only done comedy at the independent comedy club in Detroit. Um, run by a group of comics, which is amazing. Um, I love what they've done to the place. Um, they're really such a cool group of comics that just come together for to bring big names in uh, through Detroit, too. Because a lot of the folks that you see come through there will also stop in uh, Kalamazoo and also stop in Grand Rapids as well. So um, right. really cool to see what, what that group has done out there. And, um, uh, you know, the two times that I've, I've asked to go on stage, they've allowed me to, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the independent, as, as you mentioned, is a great place to see. Uh, I want to say, you know, big, you know, big name comics. I mean, you're not going to necessarily get like a, a Dave Chappelle or, or something like that there, but you're, what you're going to get is, is people who are, are up and coming and who are, are on their way to being the next huge thing, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you get a chance and, and you're right. It's, it's, it's a comic, a comedy club run by comics. Uh, so it's, it's not, uh, you know, so they're running it for themselves and for, for us really for, for comics. Yeah. And because of that, they have that comic mentality and, and, and treat you very, very well. I mean, how cool is it to rub shoulders with, you know, some of the people who will be great five years from now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean, in Kalamazoo, so lower level Shakespeare's used to be called the Laughing Post. And I remember back in 2007, 2006, there was a little known comic uh, from Chicago there named Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, wow. If you, if you don't know the name of Sebastian Maniscalco, <laughs> he's one of the top 10 grossing comics right now. Right. If, if you and, don't know Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. And, pause uh, this shit right now and yeah, look at this. Right <laughs> what the fuck are you doing listening to us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go figure out your life. Right. <laughs> no, he is so good. And like, 
I didn't realize who he was. And we just, we sat there and we were in stitches all night. And I was like, my goodness, this guy is amazing. And the, the independent, you're rubbing, like you get to see them, you get to shake their hands. They right. come out and they say, thanks for coming out. And so that was the same way there. And then all of a sudden, you know, three years later, I see this dude on Comedy Central. And now he's, he's selling out arenas. It's like, holy cow, it's really cool to see. It's it's really incredible. It is. And so, yeah, there are definitely a lot of big names that, that come through to some of the local uh, comedy clubs. And they, certainly if you get the chance, check them out now uh, because sooner or later you're going to be spending $56 a ticket. Oh, uh, absolutely. Catch them, both, catch them when they're cheap. <laughs> you know, well, come see, I mean, come see us. We're, we're usually free. Yeah, we are totally free. We will do stuff. <laughs> we will do some nasty stuff on the on the DL. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I do but, uh, I'm, that. But that's oh, not... I'm sorry. I got to do my wild my wild card pick. All right. And so my wild card pick has got to be Wally's Brew Pub out in Hastings. Uh, Matt Harper does a yes. fantastic job with that. That entire town shuts down. It was the first time I got to perform in front of over 150 people, and it was fantastic. Like, there's never a better feeling. And then afterwards, there's a brewery downstairs. We went downstairs to a brewery, and I didn't buy one drink. Everybody bought me drinks all night because I performed, and that's that awesome. was cool. That was freaking cool. So that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go on to the the final question because we are starting to run up against our, our time here a little bit. I know. Um, I know, as we always do. Well, my question was so long. I should have just picked one city, and we could have done like <laughs> we could have done more. We could have done one city every episode. <laughs> God damn it. I know what an idiot. <laughs> uh, so let's let's final question uh, again related to, to comedy, David. Uh, if you could go back to when you were just starting out, uh, what advice would you give yourself? Not to take it too seriously, um, at, no. at least for me. Yeah, you you know um, that that piece. Um, like I'm very structured, and um, you know some some of my best comedic moments have come when the crowd was shifting in their seats, and I went with something completely off the rails. And watching them react to so like the first like six months of my comedy career, like everything was written out, every mannerism, every movement, every every joke, every line, every word. And finally, I got to the point where I'm comfortable enough now on stage where like if something doesn't go right, I can course correct I, and I can live with the, the crowd. And um, a, a lot of comics call that reading the crowd. Right. right. Um, and so like. Just don't be so hard on yourself and don't be so structured. Let it, let it loose. Let it fly. Comedy is fun, right? How about you, I, John? Yeah. Well, first of all, for me, I, I take, you know, a lot of mine is, again, still very structured, especially with the kind of uh, material I do. I, I, have, I have to be structured to a certain extent because if, if I get one word wrong or get one pause wrong or one mannerism wrong, it, it, can, it can, you know, throw off. Uh, what oh, I'm, the entire joke. The entire <laughs> joke, right. <laughs> um, but I, I think the best advice I would have given myself is is don't take things so seriously. And by, by that, I mean, especially when you're just starting out in those first you know, couple months or so, uh, nobody gives a shit about you. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think so that is so true. A, a at, at all. Um, but, but the fact that you, you know, you don't have to, um, constantly second guess yourself. You don't have to, I mean, I mean, certainly have self-awareness, you know, we've all seen comics who, who go up and, and, uh, you know, try to do material and, and have no self-awareness. Um, you know, again, I, I do, I don't want to say edgy, uh, material, but, but some, you know, dirtier, definitely sometimes darker material. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I do that uh, because I, I think I have a fairly good sense of, of self-awareness and I, I know, um, you know how to read a crowd and, and, and how far I can take things with, with certain crowds. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you definitely see some, uh, and it's always, uh, always straight white males. Uh, that, that... <laughs> <laughs> Them and their goddamn privilege, John. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but you know they're always going to come up, and you know, especially in starting out, they're going to try and do uh, edgier material, whether that's uh, you know talking about sex or talking about uh, you know racial issues or or abortion or you know just trying to do more shock value type material. And there's there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to know how to do it right, and you have to have self awareness in order to do it yeah. right, because otherwise you just come off like a dick. Yeah, and, absolutely agree. Uh, so so. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely have self-awareness, but but don't take it so fucking serious because, again, especially in those first couple of months uh, until you've really started to, to prove yourself, nobody cares about you. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you can just take that time to learn how to relax and, and learn how to uh, command the stage the way you need to and, and, learn, and learn your craft, really. Absolutely. It was funny because when I embarrassed myself on stage, I talked about in the last episode, right. um, somebody came up to me and they're like, what are you so pissed off about? I'm like, well, you know, I, I felt like I really let, you know, I let myself down in front of comics who I respected. And somebody came up to me and they were like, there should be no comics that you respect. <laughs> like, we all do dumb dick jokes. Like, we've all <laughs> fallen on our sword. We've all talked about our bad time heavens. Like, if, like, I've, I've never met a more forgiving group in comedy, right? But I've also never met a more, uh, especially when you're first starting out, there's a lot of comics who are very cynical and a lot of comics who are like, oh, you're the, you're the fucking new guy and you don't know what you're doing and you'll be a flash in the pan. You'll be out of here in no time. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to, to take your comedy central special away. I'm here <laughs> because I'm here because this is cheaper than therapy and <laughs> I need to get some shit off my chest, man. <laughs> like, and hopefully make people laugh and, Exactly, but I, I, but I also understand that mentality. To be honest, I find myself doing that, and I try to stay away from that as much as I can. But it, but it comes down to, is, you know, especially when you've been doing this for a year or two, a couple of years at least, you you see so many people who are a flash in the pan that uh, again, until you've had a chance to really prove yourself and prove that you're in this thing for the long run, um, it's it's a default position, a default attitude to to have to a certain extent, and so I can understand that as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, David, we are are running up against our time. I think it's going to be uh, it for for us. Um, we did it. We did it. We did it. Uh, we do need to do our our final joke of the the day. Uh, do you want to start this week? I started last week. Yeah, I would love to start this week. So during this quarantine, I've been finding out a lot of stuff about myself, such as it takes me exactly eight hundred and seventy nine steps in order to jerk off in the shower to completion. <laughs> I don't know how to word that, but I'm just gonna go with it. I'll work I like it out it. once I, I finally get on stage, right? Once you get on stage, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's good though. It's and and accurate. It's you know, it's the accuracy is the best part. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm starting at 200 steps. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Your move bar is cleared. I'm like, that's not the only thing cleared. <laughs> Cleaned out that howitzer, right? I don't Am I right? <laughs> Fire awesome, in the hole. 
I think I just found some tags to that one. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I love it. <laughs> All right, my man, what you got? All right. So I, I've got I've got two that I can do, and I'll, I'll let you choose which which one. I've got one that's about uh, relationships and why I'm I'm happy I'm I'm in one now, or I've got one uh, about the Special Olympics. <laughs> oh, let's go Special Olympics. That's gonna be so Olympics. good. Yeah. There's not enough good jokes about the Special Olympics. There, there's really not. And and so I, what I will I will preface this with is this is a joke that I told once on stage. And at the time, didn't it didn't work out for for whatever reason? Uh, <laughs> uh, this was very early on. Again, when I was, excuse me, myself, just trying to do more more edgy type things. And but I, I think I've I've worked it out now that it, again, I may or may not do this on stage at some point. But uh, we'll we'll try it out now and and, and see how offensive it is and, and how how it goes. Uh, and we'll, you we'll might get some there. fan mail on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so here we go. Uh, is it just me or the Special Olympics getting boring? I, I think I think I figured out why. Because in the Special Olympics, they they mostly do like Summer Olympic type of activities, right? So you you got the the races, the hundred meter dash. Everybody's tripping over each other, having a good time. That's uh, boring. Uh, <laughs> basketball, basketball, nobody knows how to really dribble except all over the front of their shirts. It's oh. boring. I know it's bad. Uh, gymnastics is uh, just some kid with special needs waving waving a ribbon around, giggling to himself. You can see that any day in the park. It's boring. Uh, you want to make it interesting? Do some some winter activities like like the biathlon, right? Take the biathlon. Take you know some some kid with special needs, throw him down a ski slope with a shotgun. Sit here and tell me you wouldn't watch that. That's that's quality. <laughs> that's like a scene straight out of Sling Blade, right? <laughs> 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 no, it's all, it's, it's all jokes. I, I have nothing uh, nothing but respect for the special Olympics. So let me be very clear on that. Yes, absolutely. No. We we love. I actually partnered with the Special Olympics all through college and uh, in high school as well because uh, th- they are amazing athletes. They are just, <laughs> no, they are. They, no, a lot they, of people don't realize that how hard they work to get there. It, it's incredible. It really is. It really is. It's it really is. Uh, interesting and fascinating to watch it really is I, so let me just be clear about that uh, <laughs> um i think that's going to be our our time for the day i'm going to go continue drinking and, and wait for the the hate mail to come in uh, <laughs> you should receive a couple on that one <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some poorly spelled hate mail uh oh shit i'm sorry <laughs> oh, oh my god i'm just gonna dig myself a deep hole uh, oh john not good <laughs> Ooh. oh my god all right anyway uh this is this has been fun uh it's, it's always it's always a good time always. send your hate mail to john batch <laughs> <laughs> all right david uh once again as always it's been a pleasure uh speaking with you my friend pleasure talking to you as well ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in as always i am the good side of things david steves and uh clearly i am the the evil side of things john batch <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.